fun episode. real or a bit i just took a shot of bourbon um welcome to 303 hockey oh my god (laughs) (laughs) i told maddie beforehand i'm like i'm gonna start this episode off in a unique way and she was like okay i'll just let you do it and so i thought i thought you were taking a sip of water just now and you made a face i'm like what is no that was that was bourbon out of my friend got me a lion's glass here she found it in an antique store in That's Pittsburgh, I know it's pretty dope. It's like a like a That's beer a style, lot of like bourbon. a small one. That's a lot of <laughs> is that just straight bourbon, or did you chase it? I put I put an ice cube in it, and it already oh like melted, one ice so. cube, perfect chaser. Yep, I have I have this like this invasive thought in my mind that keeps coming back. What what? All I keep thinking about is like pointing at a hockey player and going, "That boy, nice." <laughs> oh, I like that tweet that you tweeted. <laughs> yeah, because like you know. You can see like a cool move that they do, like Elmer Soderblom, that like first game that did like, a nice. really cool move. And I was like, that boy nice. Yeah. And I think that is to me is like the ultimate way to analyze a player's performance. Yeah, that boy is nice. Is that boy nice or you know, is he not? That's the only measurement thing. You know, as we approach like the trade deadline, people are talking a lot about stats and what can different players bring to the team and all that we need to break that down into is that boy nice. Is that boy nice? If he's if that boy not nice, he's not a Red Wing. Is, I'll say it right Bo now. Is Bo Horvat nice? Find out later in the episode. No, we're not going to jump into we it yet. To, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that boy nice. That's going to be the name of our episode because I can't stop saying it. Speaking of that boy nice, let's talk about the Detroit sports update. Let's let's get into this a little bit. <sighs> which boys? Which boys in the Detroit sports update are nice? Go ahead. Okay, next segment. (laughs) (laughs) This has been pretty rough. I see the Tigers have an update. Things are happening. Yeah, but it's not like a player update. It's not like anything that'll... Well, I was going to say, it's not like anything that'll make our team better this season, but it actually could. So the Tigers are, as of yesterday, making the outfield smaller. So the Tigers had one of like the farthest outfields which was talked a lot, especially in the context of having Miguel Cabrera, because if you look at like how many dingers he has and how many more he could have had in any other stadium. I was literally just thinking about that, too. Yeah, exactly. Like, exactly. What I want to know is if you looked at the stats, I don't know dick about baseball besides like hit yes, home run, you, you know, that boy nice, etc. Right. Andrew Romine, I liked a lot. I thought he was really cool. Oh, yeah. Do you remember that game where yeah. he played every position? Yes. OK, anyway, that's it's like a core memory that's my one baseball story i was at that game and i was at the game where jd martinez hit a grand slam those are my two favorite baseball games i've ever been to what about when my dad used a slur that was pretty (laughs) that was pretty wild that was like before the game is that not in your top three that i'd say that's like top five at least because because of your reaction (laughs) alone like because to, to give you guys a little bit of lore, I realize we're going on a tangent here, uh, but to give you guys we a little- We always are going on always, a tangent. Uh, this is what happens when you have two people with undiagnosed mental illness running a podcast. Mine's diagnosed for the record. Do you have ADHD? No. Oh, I mean, I'm diagnosed with like depression, but like, I think we both have like some form of attention deficit 
All right. Anyway, rude. back to. I don't think I do. <laughs> You're dyslexic. I got my issues, but don't give me ADHD. Listen, I was on Tumblr in high school. I think I know how to self-diagnose. Anyway, self-diagnosed does not mean tell Maddie she has attention. <laughs> Maddie has psychosis. Anyway, we beforehand, Maddie's talking to her dad, and she goes, "Okay, Jake and Quinn are going to be here, and they're both gay, so you cannot use slurs." Not only are they both gay, but Jake's partner, yes, Jake's partner is non-binary. So then I had to, I had to have like, that's what that means. You might think that this person is a girl, but do not say she. Please refer to Quinn as they. And I think within what five minutes, maybe ten, if we're being generous, he. What did he say? The F slur, or which one did he say? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and she just immediately goes, "Dad, I told you not to say that." I had a whole talk with him before the game like please just like don't say like he just says it like I've 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 tried I've tried so hard to get him not to say it but he's like oh he grew up with that word like shut the (laughs) shut up dad you know what I I gave him one rule if he had to say any slur it's okay that he said that in front of me right because there could have been a couple other slurs that he said that would have gotten him into a lot of trouble like what <laughs> no, that's like his, that's his like one of his top slurs. Like he doesn't really he's not like saying like the n word. You know what I want? I want an episode where your dad and my dad like rank their favorite slurs. They don't say the slurs, but they just say which ones they think are like yeah. the worst. But do they even know? The thing is, we call them slurs, but to them they're not slurs. So if we ask them to say a slur, they're like, I only know one. Yeah, they're like, oh, the, you know, we used to say those words all the time, or oh, my right. friend says this slur, so and he said it's okay, I could say it. Oh, I don't know about that one. Yeah, I don't know. Now, I'm not saying anyway. any in specific, but anyway, the Tigers have updated their outfield, and I what I want to know is like if you went over the last I don't know five ten years and you went through the team's mm-hmm. offense, do you think that if this outfield would have been adjusted beforehand that they would have had better like outputs, or do you think they've always been this kind of mid? I mean, marginally, I think that I I, I got to look at the numbers. I think they're bringing it in like ten feet. Is it, I don't know if that's enough to make so much of it. Is it the Yankees that have had like the that have the one that's like literally the most geared towards like getting homers? I think it is. Like I don't understand why there isn't like a consistent. Maybe I, I don't understand. Yeah, baseball. there should be. I don't understand that. Like, imagine if all the different like ice sheets in different arenas were like slightly bigger. If I were small, in charge like, of the ice, I would make it so that at home the wings the wings net is really small and the away net is like huge. <laughs> In my opinion, that would be a good thing. I agree. Yeah, that's essentially what's happening. It would goose the numbers, but you know what? It would goose. That's okay. We deserve it. We've been going through enough. How about here's my here's my idea? I just thought of, you know, like in Hunger Games, how each like um, country has their own like special like land. Like one of them is like a fishing country, and like imagine if we did the same thing, but NHL arenas and like every like arena had their own like specialty like i think about that with football all the time do you know how how cool do you know how cool it would be to have like a lions themed like football field like like built like a lion's den yeah that would be like certain you know like parts of the turf that are like inconsistent with the other turf or like you know at the (laughs) very end there's like a loud roaring noise that could like jar the the offense 
Like, I don't Jared know. the offense. It'd be cool Jared if, like, you know, like, you, you play in, like... Damn it! Damn it, Jake! <laughs> Why are you glossing over my fucking joke? Like, if you played in Minnesota, they'd have, like, a bunch of random, like, parts where it's Dude, just water. Shit. You have to, like, leap over the water oh, in, like, Vikings territory. Because, you know, like, the Vikings, they take the boats and they go through and they raid. Oh, Or, like, like you know, the, the fans, like, raid the other team's, like seating section raiders. yeah oakland. the raiders the raiders would be there that's scary listen it's, oakland is scary enough as oakland it is imagine. Now. <laughs> so it's like all oh, lies what the fuck i'm a boomer yeah i forgot that they're in vegas what's your like most boomer like related sports thing that you forget about a lot sometimes i still call the lca the joe I call, <laughs> but I know it's not the Joe. <laughs> and, and I do the same thing where we refuse to call it Comerica Park, Tiger Stadium. A lot of people do because mm-hmm. he's like, I don't want corporations yeah. running things. It's not the Little Caesars Arena; it's Pizza Dome. Pizza Dome. That's what we're calling it now. Yeah. What if we just like threw? You know how they throw those like little Caesar boxes into the stands at the LCA? Mm-hmm. What if we like just hired someone to do that at the players in the middle of the game? <laughs> do you think it should be allowed? We're like. The bet, like they pick a random fan from the stands to say one, like roast one player on the opposing team. I think that'd be really funny. That would be really funny. Like you go towards Zidane Chara and you tell him his like eyes are too far he's apart. Retired, you I know boomer. he's retired. That, there's there. That's the old person thing. There you go. I'm like wow, there what is Yager gonna play next year? Like that's old. <laughs> right am. here, dude. Do you remember when someone said I have Yager hair? I, I that has been that no ser- that that has been living rent free in my head since I read that tweet. That like the- usually I don't let the tweet get to me, but that one I don't know what it is. Was that the day it where I said you had Eze hair when you talked about this? Day. <laughs> different day anyway did you know that the lions are installing like surveillance tech at ford field yeah fucking woodward I, I saw some like it's not it's old i mean th- the thing is people are freaking out about it like they haven't already installed in a lot of arenas like the blackhawks have it installed yeah. in their arena um i think most arenas have that and people just don't realize and now people are freaking out about it like how do you not know in 2023 that wherever you are in public there's a good chance you're on camera somewhere. i want to like, say it's like the rangers where a lawyer got kicked out of uh a rangers game because she's suing madison square garden or she's suing like one of the companies that owns something at msg i have i'm gonna have to look into it a little more but i, I could have sworn i remembered that i think it was for like negligent business practices or like Oh, really? I don't remember the exact, like, details. I- I'm going to have to look back on this, but I do remember this woman, like, was spotted with the surveillance tech and was asked to leave. It's so weird. Whoa. Can you imagine that? Like, you're just doing your job. Like, you're- if your job is to sue, like, a multinational corporation, like, yeah. y- you gotta do it. Like, I've watched Better Call Saul. <laughs> I know what I'm talking about. I'm just taking orders. <laughs> you can go to law school now. Yeah, I could go to law school. I think I'd be really good in law. I honestly... I knew you were going to say that. I was waiting for you to say that. Look, I don't, I don't want to sound cocky, but I feel like I'm uh-huh. really good at arguing and lying. And I feel like I'd be a good, like, Jeffrey Figer slash <laughs> Bernstein type. Maybe Jumana. Jumana's pretty dope. You're just naming all of the Detroit lawyers. Who's your favorite lawyers? Detroit lawyer? My aunt. Your aunt's a lawyer? Oh yeah, she's like the biggest divorce lawyer in the state. Okay, I won't. We, we don't have to name names. We don't have to dox her. But if you were to have to hype her up, you know. Yeah. If y'all need a divorce lawyer, hit me up. Yeah, hit up Matt <laughs> if you need a divorce lawyer. Yeah, my aunt's a good lawyer. Like she, she started her career with Jumana. Really? 
Yeah, and That's she told me tight. some funny stories about her. Yeah, is Jumana? She's not. What? I I, I don't want to say she's Russian. She's like Azerbaijani, right? No, she's Lebanese. Lebanese. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> How did you go from Russian to Azerbaijani? It's like in the same region. I figured she was like Eastern European. I just wasn't region. sure. Like she's Lebanese. Lebanon is like right near Eastern Europe. I mean, it's a former oh, Soviet. Oh my block. god! It's part of the Soviet bloc. It's all this, bro. <laughs> what? There's regions of Europe. You know, there's Eastern Europe, Central Europe. Western Lebanon Europe. is not in Europe. Yeah, it is. Lebanon. I'm gonna Google it right now. Ready? Lebanon, Lebanon borders Israel. It's in the Middle East. It's in Asia. Lebanon is... Oh, fuck, you're right. God damn it. I, <laughs> I should never argue with a European about Europe. You should never argue with me about geography. Mm-mm. Come on, I'm American. I need... What I need you to understand is that I'm going to say things... Not only am I American, I'm a man. I'm going to argue things with, <laughs> with confidence. You had so much conviction! <laughs> you had so much conviction, I dude! I, I am a white man. I'm going to argue with you with the confidence like i know exactly what i'm talking about like i am a scholar you did you really did and i need you to accept it at face value and if you prove me wrong do it off camera because my feelings get hurt (laughs) are your feelings hurt right now i'm devastated (laughs) no i'm looking a lot though i thought beirut was like for some reason i thought it was in europe yeah i don't know why you thought that it kind of like because it's kind of near serbia isn't it you're my all right Jennifer. next we're right, okay right. nope nope I'm, I'm i'm quitting this section going back to the detroit sports update tell me about the packers the, okay so i tried to as you know and as anyone who follows me on twitter knows i have a rule when oh my god jake just took another sip of bourbon and he's dying <sighs> so continue. No, I'm, I'm so... Wait, that reaction that reaction is how i feel about saying the packers i'm like <sighs> oh uh, i have a packers what? thing when you're whatever you're done uh, okay. <laughs> um, so I have a rule that I like to stand by, and I don't date Packers fans. And so far, it has done me right. And I just hate the Packers more than like almost anything in the world. It's on like levels of like genocide. Like if you if if I had to rank things that I strongly dislike, <laughs> no, listen. Genocide, the Packers. Wait, which one? Yes. Is first, genocide or the Packers? Honestly, I have to think about it. I'm not answering. <laughs> I'm not joking. The Packers in Ohio State. Like, those are my, like, biggest aches. Stop. This is real. This is real life. That's why I can't date a Packers man. But, like, they're also obnoxious. Anyway. They're simps for the Packers. They're simps. That, like, yeah. But it's, it's, like, not even simp behavior towards, like, a significant other. Because I can respect that. I can, yes, it I can is. Admire. It's towards fucking Aaron Rodgers, which is, like... As much as I hate the Packers, I hate Aaron Rodgers even more than I hate so the Packers. Aaron Rodgers, Packers, genocide, genocide. Top three. Power rank your X. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers, genocide the Packers. That's pretty fair. Thank you. So, yeah, I matched with this dude on an app, and I didn't realize at the time that he was a Packers fan. And then he told me, and I was like, I'm sorry, but I can't date a Packers fan. He's like, is this serious? Like, are you for real? I'm like, yeah. He's like, oh, I really thought we had something going. Anyway, long story short, I ended up, like, entertaining the idea of going out with him for whatever reason. And he told me that I, if there's anyone in the world who can convert him to become a Lions fan, it would be me. Is he from Michigan? No, he's Canadian. Okay. All right. If he was from Michigan, I'd say he's weak and he has no conviction. Yeah, of course. Like, no, no, no. Then I wouldn't. I wouldn't have even yeah, entertained yeah. it. 
But you heard um, that Canadian accent and you went, oh yeah, bud. That's literally, I know you're off Twitter. I know you're off Twitter, but after I met him, I tweeted, is he hot or does he just have a Canadian accent? Because I don't know. I can't differentiate the two. Anyway, he said, so in my head, I'm like, as a Lions fan, should I, is it my civil duty now to try to convert this dude to become a Lions fan just out of like the goodwill of my heart? even though I have this rule about Packers fans. Anyway, it didn't end up working out. He's gone already. So Packer I was like, fan, oh, thank God. Derogatory. Oh, it always is derogatory. If, if you're a Packers fan and you are, listen to through and three hockey, um, Maddie's There's only like two. Maddie's going to disown you, but I want you to message the through and three hockey page and we'll convert you. I will convert you with facts and logic. No, you won't. I you will. have never done that in your life. Yeah, you're probably right. But I mean, like I could try. Yeah. The thing is, I've got, you know what I am? Is it our civil duty? It's our civic duty as Lions civic fans. Civic or civil? I'd say civic. You're um, probably right. It's our civic duty to convert Packers fans. And you know what? As the Packers continue to suck, because they will, I think you will see more people suddenly become Lions fans. Right. Especially in here, you know? No, you can either. Now, uh, my question is. Would you accept them with open arms or would you say no. you have no conviction L plus No, ratio? I would bully them. Yeah, I would absolutely fucking bully them. I'll drink to because, that. Because, like, the thing is, like, they're not going to be good Lions fans. They're not going to be, like, my brethren in arms the at moment, Field, The moment you know the team, saying? if the team starts to struggle, they're going to immediately drop them. They're and gone. they're going to find a team that's right. geographically close enough where they can cheer them on. Disgusting. A lot Sad. of Michiganders, a lot of weak Michiganders who gave up on the lions for some reason cheer for the Packers or not the, sorry, the Steelers. Yeah. Yep. My, my, I don't know why I know people that have done that because they grew yeah. up. It's, it's their older men. That's the thing is they're older people. They're probably no, in there. I mean like, Oh, I mean, sometimes that too. I, I know a lot of people that are like older that cheer on the Packers or the Steelers because they watch yeah. them win all the time growing up. And they're like, okay, oh. well, this is a pretty dope team. And they're close yeah. enough by where I could go catch a game. I hate it. I love living next to the Steelers arena. For one reason only. When they lose, I can open my window and hear the fans swearing and screaming while they walk back to their cars. I have the same thing in Detroit, but like... You hear them and they're like, fucking get rid of Kenny Pickett. Matt Canada's the problem. You know, they just... They, they're not like that here. No, they... This team, or the, these, this fan base out here, like the moment they lose one game, it's doom and gloom. Like it's, it's well, that's the end. Some people are like Sell that. the team. We're done. The season's over. Yeah, that sounds... That sounds like... Anyway... All right, last bit of the Detroit sports update. Uh, talk a little bit about the NBA. Not much to say because Detroit is really putting the piss in Pistons. Yeah, did you so, think that was, like that's a that's a classic? <laughs> I did. That was that was all me, baby. It's good. But the so it's it's Saturday the twenty eighth. The Pistons play at home tonight in about an hour and a half, and it's like a sold out game. I don't know why because it's against the Rockets, who also fucking suck. You know what but it is. I think I think it's because they're wearing the teals. Yep. And because... And it's a Saturday night. I mean, if Cade was there, it would have made sense. Because, like, you know... Uh, what's his name? Jalen Green. He, mm -hmm. like, slandered the city of Detroit when he didn't get picked by them first overall. Really? He So, dude, it's fucking nuts. Before the draft, he Maybe was like, why. I love Detroit. Detroit's cool. I hope I get picked by them. And then he gets picked second overall. And he's like, there's nothing to do in Detroit. Like, you know, I can't even, like, go to the gym. I can't do this. I can't do that. Like, there's nothing to do. And... Since then, he's like consistently tried to slander Detroit as much as he can. Really? Yeah, dude. He's That's like crazy. Detroit's like rent free in this kid's head. Like, 
Okay, I'm going to watch the game in a little bit. I'm sure it'll be a good game. I mean, it's a mid-off. They're both not good teams. And the Pistons are in teal. The Pistons, to me, are like a really, really young team that I think is in good hands. I don't know if they need a new yeah. coach or what. Yes. They just need to... They'll, they'll figure it out. Like, that's that, I think, honestly, is the team now in Detroit that I worry the least about. Because they're just... Really? They're loaded with young talent. And with a, with a basketball roster, it's a lot easier to put together. Because, I mean, it's 15 guys. Versus, like, 24 in hockey and... Do you say that boy nice? Though? That boy nice? No. Listen, Jaden Ivey, that boy nice. Wait, I forgot to tell you. I So I started working out at the Pistons Performance Center. Like, it's connected to Planet Word. Fitness. Word? Yeah. It's really nice. It's in Detroit, even though Green said that you can't work out in Detroit. You can't do anything in Detroit. There's nothing to do. One of the, I didn't realize this, but like the Pistons have like a farm team called the Crews. And Motor I City only Cruise, found right? out, yeah, Motor City Crews, who pr- play there or practice there. Um, I only found out because as I was leaving the gym, the six foot nine man held the door open for me and then asked for my number. So I might go on a date with a guy on the cruise. That, dude, is it is it the <laughs> Pistons farm team? Yeah, They're, it's like the, their AHL Because they used to have the Grand Rapids Drive, and now it's the Grand Rapids Gold, and they're the G League team for, uh, I think, the Denver Nuggets. Oh, which is that's so cool weird. The Nuggets, yeah, that's so random. Why is it? Why the fuck is it all in Grand Rapids? Yeah, depending on like the Chicago Wool or no, it's announced the Hendersonville Knights. Yeah, uh, I was thinking about. Why do you know so many G teams? I didn't even know the Pistons one. You know, like all of them. Uh, no, no, the that's that's an AHL. That's hockey. I was trying to think of like how far away some are. Utica Comets, I think, were the um, Vancouver's yeah. AHL team, which is you know opposite side of right. North America. So. That's crazy. Imagine, like, you need to call someone up, yeah. and they just, they need, like, a whole day to get it. Wow. That's weird. But what an anyway. interesting fact. Anyway, let's talk about the wings. I'm really excited yes. to talk about them. I've actually been feeling really great Me too. Great That's why them. I was trying, I was trying to, be, like, kind of get through that little Detroit sports stuff day. Like, there ain't shit going on. I don't on. know. I'm excited. No, you, you're fine. You're fine. Um, I'm ready to talk about the wings. I am too. I'm ready to talk about one wing specifically. Because if we're going to talk about the very definition of that boy nice we need to talk about michael rasmussen the moose yeah he's been on fire dude this entire season and you know we saw that at the end of last season but more so this season i think this boy on fire last season i gave him the most improved player award when i was writing for winging it in motown rest in peace Mm -hmm. by the way Um, i saw they published something today yeah so let me tell you guys a little bit about winging it in motown while i'm here Wait, we talked about it last Did we? episode. Well, the, yes. it's, we have an update at the end. What's the at the end of February? They will be losing yeah. funding and coverage from SB Nation, so they might be a for Vox Media. That might be free. They might be free. They might not be. Uh, we haven't really decided yet, but I don't know. So that's gonna live. Be able to keep writing for them if because because basically what happens is because it's owned by Vox Media, anything I would write from March one onward would not be my property it would belong to Vox Media. So I couldn't use it and like hype myself up. I couldn't, you know, use it in a portfolio to apply for jobs like that. It, that's it. That's they weird. own it. Even though your name is on it? Yep. It's a, it's a thing in their contract. Anyway, but that's beside the point. Who cares? Um, back to, let's back talk to about moose. the moose. The moose is on fire. Yeah. He is three points shy of his career high. 35 points, or sorry, career high points in 35 fewer games this season. 
which is awesome. I mean, to see a guy who was drafted, I don't know, ninth overall. We were all kind of a little, I don't want to say bummed by the draft pick, but like when Ken Holland drafted yeah. him, we were like, not excited. Oh, okay. And right. and he struggled. For to be his- fair, though, people people had the same reaction to when Iserman picked Mart Sider. Everyone was like, what the fuck is Iserman doing? Yeah. Like on their high horse. So like, who cares? That aged like yeah. milk. And every that age, like milk. every year to me, Rasmussen's gotten better and better. What I really like about him is he's kind of a menace. No, he's, he's not. he is like he kind of is though. Like, how is he a menace? He's not a menace like in the Tyler Bertuzzi sense where he gets under player skin. Tyler Bertuzzi's not a menace anymore either. You know what I mean? He's a like, baby. You, he's a baby girl. But he was for a while. For he was, and then he while, had a child. Now he's baby for girl. For a while, he was the kind of guy that was like getting under under opposing players skins like a brad marshall yeah, but moose ball. isn't that guy I, no i'm not saying that he is i'm saying he's a menace in the sense that he is good at like wearing down the opposition he's able to score a little better than most like bottom six guys but he's able to like break up plays like i, I watched a game yeah. i think last week where he was in the way of their best defender or their best offensive players i want to say san jose like over and over he was out there like yeah, in their san way jose. And they were he going- had a great game. I had I'll, when we talk about you know the, the different games. Yeah. I want to talk about him, but yeah, he looked so good in that game. Like I don't, I disagree. I don't think he's a menace, but like yeah, he definitely is skilled in in a way where like he's six six and he can get in between the plays and be you know seeing him now. And my next question for you is going to be how much do you think uh, him having him on the wing has changed his game. I think the wing has like been a huge benefit for him. And I've always been a like advocate for Moose at center, but I think I'm like changing my opinion now. Yeah, you can't you can't anymore no. at this point. I, I mean with the Look way at how he's much playing, productive he's been on shit. the wing. Like, it's insane. A lot of people I think are gonna struggle with how they perceive this season so far. But I yeah. see it as you know how like when you go to a mechanic and you get some things tuned up on your car, and it might be a little expensive. But in the long run, your car runs better. Yes. It's like that. That's what this season is. This season is the tune up. Mm-hmm. This season is I like that. This season is not the like, oh, I got a brand new engine. Holy shit. Like I'm raring to go. Right. This is OK. My brakes are working. I got new, uh, you know, pads. I got new a new suspension like that. This is the, the season where you need to set the stage for the future success. I'm going to take that a step further to say. A lot of those, maybe, yeah, things like suspension, you wouldn't be able to see right away. But also, I think that the way this season has gone so far, it's like you make a plan before you take your car into the shop. And then for whatever reason, a lot of those parts that you plan to be able to install are not available. So it takes even longer. And that's how I feel like this season has gone. And we can talk about that a little bit more, but just when we talk about the rebuild and where we're at and how the season is going, mm-hmm. like the moves that were made in the off season and what set us up for the season this year were with the expectation that we would have top goal scorers like Verona, Bertuzzi. We haven't had them really. We're missing so, those guys. I mean, we missed Fabry missing half those, the season. Yeah, like, Fabry. So like you, when you're planning on how to, be successful or if we're going back to the car analogy you know get your service done so it's up and running and you can get where you need to go you need to have those parts and do you remember 
before the season started, I had a prediction that Verano was going to be the top goal scorer this season. There's still time. There's still time. He could come up and score like goals a game. Like, would would you give him the heart? No, I think the heart is what? at this point. The heart is Jack Hughes's to lose. Like to lose, yeah, to McDavid. Yeah, if McDavid, if McDavid can will that shitty Oilers team to the playoffs, he's the heart. Winner. Yeah. But if he doesn't, but what if he doesn't? Jack Hughes, that's Jack Hughes. Yeah. He is, I, I like, agree. Otherworldly. And any, any person that called him a bust was wrong. I might go, you know, this is my scalding take, but I think, oh. and I think this is a commonly accepted take actually outside of the Wings fan base, but he's the best player out of that 2018 draft. Cider's right after him, but he's the best. I think even Wings fans, I mean, it's hard to compare the two, but even Wings fans can acknowledge his, right. if, you know, if you like hockey. He's like so talented. He reminds me of like, and I hate to say this, like a young Patrick Kane. If he could play defense and also played center, here we go. Here we go with the Patrick Kane. Patrick Kane was like a cool, exciting (sighs) player to watch because he'd have all these like sick moves. But Jack Hughes has better moves, and he doesn't fuck up on defense. He's a shorty. He's only five ten. Listed five ten. That means he's like five eight. Anytime. I'm going to say like nine times out of 10, any dude says he's a certain height. He's probably a little shorter. Yeah, I automatically think that for athletes and for men on dating apps. Oh, would you look at this? He moved to Patrick Kane moved to Michigan when he was 14 Mm. and he lived with Pat for beak and played for honey baked in Detroit. That's really cool. I didn't know that. Did he beat up? That was before he beat up the cab driver. Well, he was 14. I don't think. Yeah, I don't know, man. They start him young. Anyway, (laughs) Let's let's get into the game recaps. The San Jose game. We'll talk a little bit about that. Um, I actually, I, yeah. I, I did a recap of that game. I was there. That was the last article I did for Winging It in Motown before I got the bad news. Rip. No, because we talked about the Winging It in Motown last Okay, so I must have done that game weekend. before because they did two games of San Jose. You're right. You're right. Because this is yeah. a game at home because you were at this yeah. game. It's not like you right. flew out to Oakland or uh, San I, Francisco. I did. Yeah. I, d- I flew out to uh, San Jose to watch the game and didn't tell anyone. Damn. money that I don't have. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah. How many times have you had to my say first... that's crazy on a dating app, by the way? I don't. I just, if, <laughs> if I'm at that point, I don't give them the time of day. <laughs> I don't waste my time with that. Anyway, my first thought was James Reimer is still alive. Like, how long? He's got a long career. I, was, I actually, I know. I'm going to be honest. I really like James Reimer. I've always he's liked fine. Optimus Rhyme. He's like, yeah, he's I like him on like, the Leafs. Yeah, he's never going to be like a, you know, the guy. I think he tried to be the guy in Toronto. And I felt I felt so bad for him for that playoff series. I think that was like, what, 2013 or maybe beforehand. The one where they like blew it against Boston and then his wife got death threats. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Wife got death threats. Oh, yeah. You love talking about that. I feel for the guy. And since then, his yeah. career hasn't been the same. Yeah. I feel like I mean, I feel like with the Leafs, goalies, when they leave, are never the same. Look at Jack Campbell right now. Jack Campbell's been playing like shit. James Reimer is a good example. Freddie Anderson. He's kind of been eh. Remember when the Wings had Gustafson for a sec? Oh Speaking my god, the of... monster! Yeah, yeah, he was great. Uh, he was see, great. he was fine. He was he was fine. Anyway, I so going back to your point about Rasmussen, I feel like watching this game and then the next game that we'll talk about, he just lit it up, man. Mm-hmm. Like he, that, that was. 
I think that game against the Sharks might have been his best game of the season. I think it might have been one of the best of his career. Or if, I mean, like yeah, top, I'd say top career. three because he has he's had a couple of really good games, but like he may, I think he set up like a really good goal too. Yeah, he did. He lo- he just looked good. And that boy he, nice. That boy nice. That's the only thing I can say. That boy nice. He is to me what I wanted Adam Ernie to be. Yeah, but Adam Ernie finally got a goal that game. I mean, at this point, at this point, like, I don't know how much we can celebrate it because of his recent um, output, so to say. Yeah, we're we're big elite Adam Ernie fans. Actually, no, you know what? We were never elite Adam Ernie fans. We disavow that. No, we don't. We've always been elite Michael Rasmussen, Michael Rasmussen fans. That's where we are. No, I'll <laughs> own it. We're, we're I liked fine. I liked our elite Adam Ernie era. He was cool. We liked and I want him to get back to that. Yeah, I don't know why. Like his, ga- I feel like his game changed a lot. He's been so sloppy and not productive, and for that reason, has been scratched quite often. But yeah, he got a goal in that game, so that was cool. I, I think he's going to be a good depth player for a playoff team. The Minnesota Minnesota Wild. If you're listening to this, Adam Ernie is your guy, and we will. I feel like Adam Ernie would take my friend Stefan's cousin Matt Boldy in exchange. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was when I saw Stefan at the arena. He was in a fucking Wild jersey, and I was like, what "So Stefan's cousin is Matt Boldy." No, I yeah. yeah, he told me, and uh, his mom, his mom and dad told me. Actually, he just got paid too. That man's making Boldy. What's seven times seven? Forty forty-seven million. Forty-nine. Forty-nine million. I was never. Damn, Jake, I'm I am crushing you in both simple math and geography on this. And simps, dude, you have simps like you have a relationship. It's different. It's different. Yeah, but it'd be cool to have. No, maybe not. (laughs) It's a parasocial thing. You know what I mean? Like sometimes sometimes some of them are real. It's a nice ego boost to be like, oh, cool. These people are in love with me, but also like. But it also makes me delusional. Yeah, it makes me delusional. I'm reading our show notes and I see a German word. <laughs> can, I, can I read it to you and tell me how backfeifenscheid? You were not that close. Fucking hell. Okay, what is it? All right, let me give you some why I wrote this. So in the show notes, I wrote Logan Couture has a and then that word that Jake just tried to say. So before I it's before I say the word, I'll just say what it means. And I wish there was an equivalent in English. Essentially, it is a face that looks like it needs to be hit. Punchable face. A punchable face. That's how I feel about Logan Couture. But also, I just like hate him because of like early 2010s playoffs oh, against the fucker. Sharks. He is just a fucker, and he has a backfive in Gesicht. Okay, that's what he oh, has. A backfive in Gesicht. I love that phrase. That's such a. That's... <laughs> so I'm gonna look up a picture of him. Yeah, and tell me he doesn't have one. He kind of does. He, he does. He, he looks like the kind of guy who's going to try to sell you a little bit of crypto. Just Everybody, go look at Logan Couture's face and tell me it's not the most punchable face you've ever seen. What is it? Back five and Gesicht? Gesicht. Gesicht. the space. Oh. I'm going to learn German. I, I really do want to You say that it. every episode. Dude, but I don't know how to start it. I don't know where to start. Do I pick up Duolingo? Yeah. Do I... Okay, I guess I could That's do a good that. Place and then to I'll see some German words, yeah. and then you're gonna immediately gonna send me that like weird B looking thing. That's not a B. It what sounds like an about? S. Apparently, it's like oh the Schaffes S. The Schaffes S. That's just a double S. Oh, okay. That's all that oh, is. Oh, double S. Yep. Curious. 
It is curious, isn't it? Curious. But in like Switzerland, where they speak German, they don't use the Schaffes S. They just write SS. But the Germans, mm. Mm. they write the Curious. Schaffes. That's weird. They're they're so efficient with that word. It's like they've used it a lot. <laughs> anyway. Speaking of, <laughs> speaking of tyranny, uh, just close out that Sharks game. That was the first time a cop answered in Detroit in under a minute. <laughs> Did we talk? We talked about the police. Your experience what? with the Detroit police. Yeah, we did. We did. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's generational talent right there. The the cop joke, that's good. Oh, thank you. I'm on a roll today. This is my episode, I decided. That's okay. That can be your episode. That's all right. Next week can be yours. I don't know what's going to happen next week. I hope good things. What the fuck does that mean? You know what I mean? Like, Like, there better be, like, funny shit I can make fun of. Well, the problem is, and I wrote this for the end of the show, but like we don't have any Red Wings games until February seventh. That's eleven what? days. Yeah, is it the All Star break? Yeah, eleven days with no. Okay, Red Wings. What, if you could fill in the blanks with any sort of narrative, yeah, between now and then, what would you fill it in with? Any sort, like in terms of what, in relation to what? I don't know. I'd I'd manufacture some discourse. Maybe I'd like interview. I don't know Ivan Provorov and like make people mad again. Oh. If I were the NHL, that's what I would do. No. I would do, like, the New York Rangers speak out about their reason to not wear pride gear. The way what? Is that real? Uh, so they all had a pride night, and none of them wore, like, they didn't tell the players that they were going to have a pride jersey. Uh-huh. And then they pulled the pride jersey, and nobody had the chance to wear it. Wait, why? I don't, that, let me read you the statement, actually. I, I will read it to you, and you're going to be like, oh. What? Yeah, it's it's fucking Wait, why weird. Why are people not outraged about that? But I read oh, about Provorov. Pissed. Um, I read it's about like the most. Pro-Pro. It's the most lip servicey thing I've ever heard in my life. <clears throat> are we canceling the Rangers? I think I, they're long overdue. Come on, first New Yorker, New Yorker yeah. red flag. Uh, second most profitable team in the NHL? Mm-hmm. Question mark. That's the team of the proletariat. Red flag or bourgeoisie? Sorry, not the proletariat. The bourgeoisie team. Red flag. Islanders um, could be the proletariat. I hate them though. Three, they hired Gerard Gallant, and he's kind of an idiot. Red flag. Red flag. Red flag. Let me read you this. <clears throat> Our organization respects the LGBTQ plus community, and we are proud to bring attention to the important local community organizations as part of another great Pride Night. In keeping with our organization's core values, we support everyone's individual right to express their beliefs. What does that have to do with not wearing the? Yeah, jersey? that's the statement about not wearing the jerseys. That is to I'm me confused. that is that is like DC political consultant energy. Yeah. Like like it it says That says lot. nothing. It talks a lot without having anything to say. There's there's nothing behind those words. That doesn't what mean a damn fuck? thing. And I'm not going to like sit on my high horse and be like, "Oh, you know, blah 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 blah." But like what does it mean? It what means that mean? nothing. It, it is to me like saying we're going to restore the soul of this nation. What does that mean? The soul of this nation is kind of rotten. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, but you like, are. I don't. Oh, cool. That, that doesn't. I still am confused why they didn't wear the jerseys. Honestly, it doesn't make sense. And the players didn't even know about it. That's that's what makes it especially weird. So some people have theories that like uh, a new new coming player wasn't okay with it. But like, who cares? Yeah. Why would that know. stop if, it for if, the entire if, team? If they're not okay with it, then they don't have to wear it. And you know what? That's not gonna. You know, that's, that's going to make me disappointed in those players. But like, is it going to make me 
suddenly hate hockey as a sport probably yes. not <laughs> yeah you're right i should i should just hold people to like a really high moral standard and just not watch hockey anymore that is so frustrating all right anyway that's whatever um let's talk about something more fun let's talk about k-sider yes. <laughs> i love that man i'm gonna i'm honestly making a concerted effort to get him on the pod and i feel like if i pose it yeah jake's mate oh i don't know if you're making a face here it is <laughs> what do i want him on the pod do you want him on the pod yeah and it's like if i make it in a way where it's just like first of all i can tell he's like one of the cool and fun germans they exist as well despite all of my shit talking does does he um, speak english not well so okay. i would i would do it in german and then just translate it after you should do yeah we could do that and then you could kind of be like our middleman like he said this blah 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 and exactly. we can go ha 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 yeah exactly i can learn a german phrase i'm gonna learn the punchable face thing Bach can you say five, it again back five and gesicht back five and gesicht oh, that's a lot of syllables okay, it I'll is learn it, it has will, like three words in it that's why i'm gonna ask him who he thinks is the most punchable face in the nhl oh that's a good he's one gonna go, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> that's how i imagine german people laugh <laughs> what, if he, what if he says no cider it's <laughs> 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 <Some more> cider <laughs> Oh god. Anyway, yeah, that game against yeah. Montreal. Another overtime win. That was a good game. Yeah, that was man. One of my favorite games I think I've watched all season. Yeah. It because was it had great. I think that Montreal and Detroit are gonna be rivals again. I like for the that. Next, I, I really, really hope that. I don't that see it right now. I see teams like Buffalo and Ottawa more more likely moving into that slot though. Ottawa, I think, is the most disappointing team this season. Did I think you know, they like, Senators tickets are like $15. Canadian. Yeah, they're cheap as shit. I mean, I'm going to North Carolina next month and I got Canes tickets and they're 20 bucks. Okay, but a Canadian team? Yeah, I mean, Ottawa's like. You do. It's a. They got Giroux. They got yeah. Alex Debrinkit. And you're, you're thinking, okay, cool. This team acknowledges they're past the rebuild. It's time to go. And they're not doing shit. They're not doing. They're terrible. They're, they're worse terrible. than the Wings, who are like, yeah, you know, the Wings are playing fine, but they're like, you would expect a team with like Buffalo, who has a little more star power, to mm -hmm. have made a further push. Yeah. Is it a coaching thing? Is it a depth thing? I need to talk to my Sens fans again <laughs> about their prospect. It doesn't exist. Yeah, they yeah. they kept wanting to trade something for us. They were like. Oh, we'll take something for Eric Brandstrom. And I looked up Eric Brandstrom. And Doesn't he's like, exist. He is, he's the defenseman version of oh. Philip Zadina. I literally don't even know. Yeah, I yeah. thought it was a made-up player. That's he's one of up. those like, oh, no, did you, I told you about the like made-up player. That's that what right? I was referencing. Gulk. Gulk. <laughs> yeah. Gulk. That's what I was trying to reference. And you brought up a real player. Anyway, that, that Montreal game. Dude, I hate how sexy blue, like, blue jerseys are. I'm sorry. I said it. Okay, Montreal pulls it off really well, though. Like, Tell me one baby blue jersey really well. which doesn't work. Go ahead. I'll wait. I'm trying to think of, like, like throughout all the sports, so give me a little no, bit no, of time. I'm only talking about NHL, but Hockey. even... Yeah, but I can't even think of one in another sport which doesn't Yeah, I can't slap. think of another, another baby blue jersey in the, the NHL. The Cardinals have one, if we're going to talk yeah, about the, I mean, the Cards have a dope jersey. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I think blue Jays have one that's like a baby yep, blue. Yep, the Blue dope. Jays have a sick um, one. There's an NBA team that has one. I don't know. I can't mm, remember it. The Pelicans? Wait, 
the Chargers have a baby blue one, right? Well, the Chargers are baby blue. Eh. What? All right. I'm a Justin Herbert hater. I'll say it. That's fine. And I, I don't I, like I, Montreal. I hate Montreal. And I made a tweet that you I know you didn't see because you're on Twitter, but like even teams like the Penguins who do baby blue, which I absolutely fucking hate, those jerseys are nice. Jerseys boy, are nice. nice. I'm sorry. I hate to people that still it. wear them to the Pens games here. And yeah. they look really good. Yeah, they're sexy, man. I don't understand they're... why a team hasn't made a baby blue jersey as their main. I feel like we have a lot of red hockey teams mm-hmm. and a lot of blue hockey teams, but they don't divert from like dark blue or I'll deep tell you blue. why. So thousands of years ago, when Michael Bunting was born, only certain colors could be extracted from natural things in the environment. So if you like boil berries, you can get like that red color. The lapis lazuli, etc. Right. You know, if you boil avocados, you get a pink dye. Anyway. I did not know that. Anyway. I think that baby blue was just harder to source naturally. So that's why. Oh, when he was helping to invent the original six, he's like, "Ah, I don't like this as a rookie, of course. But that's why we don't have that color. I really think that would have been a good, a good color. I like that. You know what? People didn't like the Seattle color. I really like. I like it. I also love those jerseys are so dope. Yeah, the Seahawks have a top jersey too. Yeah, yeah. Dude, Seattle and the Mariners, they have a dope yep. jersey, too. Like, Seattle all Seattle has all the drip. What city do you think cohesively has the worst color schemes? Interesting. Because I think that Pittsburgh uh, has Brown- an amazing... Cleveland. Cleveland, easily. Cleveland is ugly. Ugh. The Cavs have an ugly color scheme. Yep. The, the Browns, Guardians. horrible. Guardi- oh, yeah. yeah. Easily. Dog shit. You're Cleveland. right. You're so right for that. Thank you. you know, I bad. didn't even hesitate. Because I like Pittsburgh's because it's all consistent. So you could like wear a cool. pen. you could wear a Penn's jersey to a Steelers game and it's still that black and gold. Yeah. I mean it's to the I'm point where fucking that. Wiz Khalifa made a song about it. Is that it what it's about? Black and yellow. Yeah, oh, it's called Pittsburgh Pride. All right. I don't want to hear I wish you'd never talked anyway, about that before. Um yeah, I love K Sider. He's he's a little bastard though. I love him. Yeah. He like a video of him, they like scored a goal and he's like <laughs> giving like the tongue out, like he did the ear thing that Mo did the other day. And then so I have like rapport with Mo's brother and I asked him if he thought that his dad was drunk in all these videos. He's like, No, I'm pretty sure he's sober. It's like this ex sober. <laughs> but yeah, Sider had three three assists on the night. He had a great game and Fabs had that OT winner. So, oh my God, that pass. Did you dude. see the, was it a Rasmussen pass? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Out dude. of the moose. Like, yup. Not to do my, like, not to do like a Jordan Peterson voice, but like, <laughs> oh my goodness. What a pass. What an amazing pass from the woke mob. <laughs> Yeah, that game was beautiful. It was a way. And then after that, we were on a two-game overtime win streak. Like I didn't even know that was allowed. I didn't know I didn't we think were allowed to do that. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> and then we had the game today. Or no, yesterday. last night, yeah. It was trash. Okay, so there's a, there's a term that I've coined. It's called being Islanders. The Islanders play the single most boring genre yes. of hockey I've it was ever a seen. Boring ass game. I mean, we're we talking like lost. New Jersey Devils trap era hockey. Like you watch the you, you. I mean, you watched the Wings as a kid. Like yeah. you remember the, how the Devils used to play that like trap style of hockey. Oh yeah, where games were one o two o. Yeah, holy Nyquil, Nyquil in game form. That's what that game was to me. 
I know it was terrible. I would have been okay if it showed any sort of like sense of entertainment, but it was a snooze fest, man. Yeah, I was out, so I made sure that I got a seat at the table where I could watch the game, and I wasn't like fully like zoned in on it like I normally am. It was kind of like the side. I was at this place that is coming to Michigan soon. It's called what? Sheets. Oh, um, I've heard of it. Holy cow. Can I tell you about Sheets? Yeah, can we talk about it? Because I'm not 100% sure what it is. Sheets is like if Wawa was better. Oh, um, that's what I so heard. You can get gas there, sure. But you can also get made to order food. That's awesome. So you could go in and get like mac and cheese bites, some but chicken they, sliders. Is it, is it good? That food nice. Really? I mean, it's it is like a slightly above fast food tier. Okay. So it's like Chipotle tier, I'd okay. say. That's um, fine. Like the best thing to get when it comes to Michigan, I think it's coming to like not Dearborn. I think it might be coming to Plymouth or Canton. The app sampler because okay. you get. You can pick and choose what you want on your apps. You want cheese curds? You want moth sticks? You want mac and cheese bites? Oh. Cool. You want chicken wings? All right. It's all fried. It's all fried. They have other shit too. I mean, they've got like fresh, you know, burrito or whatever. Fresh or like fried. Fresh fried <laughs> food. Um, salads, whatever. They got they got a bunch of shit. Like pretty much any food you can think of that you would want, you could okay. get. It's pretty um. good. Anyway, I was watching the game there, and it was it was a wait. You can watch sports in a gas station. They have like a they have a whole seating area where they had a bunch of hockey oh, games on TV. That's kind of cool. so it was pretty dope. We were on national TV, so obviously we lost. And of course, the I heard the announcers were not fun to listen to. Oh, I couldn't hear. I was I also hear drunk. Either. I was also I was not, not drunk, but not sober. Yeah. <laughs> um, Speaking of not being sober. Yeah, I decided to add a bit that um, we haven't done in a while, but just a, an around the league look. Um, Let's do it because we are as we Sorry, that was really before. enthusiastic. Why am oh, I so? I liked enth- it. Yeah, <laughs> yes, I want that every time I say something. Looking at our division, um, yeah, Boston has eighty points. That's insane, Jake. What you just said as well. Yeah, um, Boston is the fastest team in the history of the NHL to reach eighty points. They beat out Montreal, I don't know, in like the 70s or 80s when they were like obscenely good. That's wild. Do you think they're good or do you think they're frauds? I think they're good, but I don't think they're going to win the cup. Like, are they um, Philly Eagles good or are they Philly Eagles frauds? Because I think the Eagles are kind of frauds. The Eagles are a little bit frauds, but I think I think the Bruins will win the first round of the playoffs and get knocked out in the second. That's my I think so, too. I think this to me is like their last dance because think about it like you know you got bergeron who's going to be in his late 30s david krejci who is going to be really old chara Uh, who you think is still on the team chara is somehow (laughs) still there in spirit uh david david posternock needs like a girthy contract extension yeah hey future red come to the wings could be he can hang out with his check buddies uh kubi and all the fills and uh heronic and He's part of all of the fills, but Hronik might be gone. Who knows? Everybody could be gone. Uh, everybody could be gone. I, I, I was going to say, like, oh, he could hang out with Verona and Zadina, but I'm like, yeah. Could he? Could, could he? he? Could he really? Um, the Leafs are, their goalie just got hurt. Or yeah. one of their goalies, Matt Murray, just got hurt. And so he's going to be out a while. Austin Matthews is out for three weeks with the knee sprain. He's missing the All-Star game. Oh, no. Who's going to replace him? 
uh, Barkov. I love Barkov. I love Alex. I am Barkov. such a stan. I met him like right when the Panthers drafted him. I used to go to all the Panthers training camps because they were just open in the public and like not that many people went. That's dope. So I just like. I met him right when he got to America. He did not speak English, but I have a picture with him and he's just, he's a, he's great. I love him. He's not, he's not Russian. He, what is he? He's Finnish. Finnish. Okay. Yeah. But I think he speaks, I think he speaks Russian. Mm. I think he's like an ethnically Russian Finn. Let me just double check. He's cool though. I really like how he plays the game. He reminds me of like, if Datsuk wasn't like flashy at all. Interesting. It's in the sense that he's like very smart two way style, but you're not going to be like, ooh, he's when large you watch Barkov too. play. Barky he's is 6'3, cool. so he's a big boy. If, if I could boy. have, <laughs> I knew you were going to do that. Of course. Have you listened to that album, by the way? Dude, Jake, yes. And we have talked about it like four times. This is an album for you. What? I heard another album this week that like Which blew one? my mind. Which one? So I don't like this rapper normally. Who? But Lil Yachty. I like Lil Yachty. A, he made a psychedelic rock album. No. All right, it send me a link. Fucking rocks. Okay, send me a I link. I couldn't believe it. But anyway, that's beside the point. Um, I really like Alex Barkov. I think he's like one of my favorite Sasha. players in the league right now. Sasha, Sasha. Barkov. Well, he goes he, is it? His name is Alexander, but yeah, he goes yeah, by yeah. Sasha. No, no. Um, yeah, I really like him. I, I think he's like one of my favorite. I love a good two way player like Ryan O'Reilly. I love who doesn't who doesn't love a good two way player, dude. I mean, I, I, I think I feel like two way players aren't as flashy as like a Trevor Zegris, like yeah. cool goal style. But yeah. like those guys, to me, they do like the little things where Lil. you're like <laughs> the little yeah. things. Uh, yeah, where you're like, oh, oh. you know, you, you catch him like stealing a puck and you're like, oh, shit. Like, right. oh, there you go. Like, I really like Barkov for that reason. And I really liked when he played with Huberdeau a lot. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Huberdeau's another guy I met that I love. Great Who's dude. your favorite Florida Panther you ever met? Okay, I'm biased because it's Roberto Luongo, and he was my goalie coach. Okay, he's funny he as was fuck, my, though. I learned how to play hockey coach? from him. Yeah. Tell me about that. Tell us about that. He was, I mean, I was pretty young, but, like, he was great to me, and I like always was the only girl and he was just like always like getting everybody excited about playing hockey and he's just a cool guy and when he was my coach he was pretty young still and he just really was like passionate about the game and it was really great to like learn from and I that was like one of my best memories is having Luongo as like a coach I feel like goalies are the best personality in the NHL like Duh. Historically, like Ilya Brizgalov. Briz! I love. That was, that guy got me. I loved hockey, but he made me like love hockey. He made me passionate. Because like he has that one interview where he's like, it's only a game. It's only a game. Why you have to be mad? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I love Briz. No, but Luongo's so fucking funny. And, um, he was really involved in the city where I grew up too. Like his wife is from the same city where I grew up. Mm. They owned an Italian restaurant. Um, we we'll do an episode where we do a deep dive into your Florida Panthers experience. Cause you had a few years where you got to watch them a lot. Oh my God. Like my whole childhood. Yeah. yeah. We're gonna, like I, we're gonna... I, where I like had goalie lessons with Longo is where the Panthers practice. That's like when we where have, I played. When we have like a, like a dip in 
content we can talk about like during the off season i legit would love to do like a whole thing talking about this how about jake i'll take you to my hometown and you can see yes i'm in i say no more i want to go to i want to be florida man florida sucks i just don't want to i got told job wants me to move to jacksonville at some point or like that's one of the options i could pick yes i have a i have an update i'll give you when we're not recording that's interesting but anyway um but also, just speaking of Luongo, real quick, he they're doing a thing for the All-Star game. So he's been in the All-Star game six times, and now they're doing a thing where, like, ex-players can, like, participate in some way. So he's actually going to be in this All-Star game as, like, yeah, I don't know in what capacity, but I'm excited. I love that, man. I kind of like that. Like, I would love to see it's kind of like an alumni section. Yeah, that's, that's basically what it is. You remember when they did, like, the Wings Avs, like, uh alumni game like that kind of thing yeah exactly but anyway he was for sure my favorite panther there's been a lot of good ones during my time and can we talk a little bit about what's going on with vancouver (laughs) finally (laughs) we haven't talked about it at all yet hate to be the guy that like hasn't studied much about the team you know like like whenever people talk about like a team around the league and they know nothing about them yeah. Like I think that's like such an unfair way to consider things, but mm-hmm. Vancouver is so unique in that you can't not talk about them. Okay, Flojo, take it easy. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> no, you're right. Camera. No, I'm um, not. <laughs> they announced today Ilya Mikhaev is out for the rest of the season. Yep. He has I saw been that. playing on a strained ACL or like a broken ACL, like a torn ACL, partially torn ACL <laughs> this whole season. A broken ACL. I'm broken, yeah. Uh, Tanner Pearson also had like a messed up injury and he's out for the season. So and, yeah, they also like they're making moves recently and all the we haven't even talked about Bruce Boudreau. Oh, I love I love barbecue Bruce. Everybody does. So, I mean, I, I don't know how deep we were going to get into this. Like, I don't know if you people listening are aware. I think people are aware. Essentially, like the Canucks, like said that they were going to get rid of their coach, Bruce Boudreau. But like he stayed for like a month. So he was just doing his job and coaching, even though everybody knew that he was leaving and they didn't like get a new coach or anything. They just fucking like dangled him there. It was just kind of cruel, in my opinion. And, what they and did they hired him. Rick Tochet. Yeah. And he's terrible. He's a bad coach. Like, like why did they have to do that? Him so dirty. They, and he's such, he's been around the league for like over a decade. Bruce Boudreau. He's like, he's a beloved guy and he's yeah. funny. He's and funny. The, fan, the fans like him. The team like, loved him. They said there's a report where one of the players on the Canucks, like, actually cried when he found out that yeah. Boudreaux got fired. There, my all-time favorite Bruce Boudreaux story is when he was the coach for the Minnesota Wild. Mm-hmm. They were traveling, and a smoke alarm went off in the hotel they were staying at, like a fire alarm. So it's yeah. all beeping. Yeah. And the next day when he was talking about it, they asked him about it, and he said, yeah, I didn't even leave my bed. He's like, I was willing to risk it. I was too comfy in my bed. Like, <laughs> I was oh going to get up God. and leave. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Like, what a funny guy. But that's what I mean is like, like, he's just a he's a guy. He's a really he's, sweet yeah. guy. They did he's him like so this, dirty. They did. And he didn't deserve that. I'm yeah. sure he's going to he's going to land on his feet because he's like beloved. Do you want to know my favorite Bruce? Bruce Puchel yes. story? OK, so we didn't talk about Jim Rutherford, but obviously he plays a big role in this and like the decisions being made. He's and, the manager of the Canucks, right? Yeah. OK. 
So after all of this went down, and I only found this out recently. So Bruce Boudreaux's first NHL goal in 1977 was against, guess who? Jim Rutherford. <laughs> Imagine hiring and firing the guy who, like, scored his first goal on you. I know. Jim Rutherford was, he was the manager of the Penguins for a yeah. long time, right? Yeah. yeah. And he used to play on the wings as a goalie. Did he really? Mm-hmm. Huh. Who is the most fuckable coach in the NHL? Oh, what's his face? What's his face? Because I've heard David Quinn, or is it David Quinn or Bob Quinn? The guy from the, um, David Quinn. Yeah, David Quinn, I think, is really handsome. And oh, yeah. Marty St. Louis is Marty also really handsome. Marty a, a little guy. He is a little guy. Um, Bob Boone. Bob Boner. <laughs> Bob Boner. He's pretty hot. He is the assistant coach for the Wings. Yeah, he's pretty hot. He was, they used to call him the boogeyman. He was the guy, he would, I think he would like beat the shit out of people. Well, I need to like. That's pretty cool. I need like a, oh, I'm pulling up. Like um, all, Dallas of, Eakins is pretty hot. Dallas Eakins, yeah. Guy Butcher. Wait, uh, what's <laughs> his name? <laughs> uh, Rod Bridnamore. Yes, the, yes. Mm-hmm. That would yes. have been your pick. I, I think I'm like, okay, I'm thinking of a tall, kind of ripped guy. That would be immediately who you'd go for. Mm, he's his face Canucks, isn't that hot, though. Sorry, I'm not done with this. Like you asked me a question. <laughs> he's, he's not that hot. He's not that hot, actually. Rod I'm looking at him again, and he's just not it. He looks like he's from Philly. Okay, the, I know the, like, he's not. Picture of him as a player, sure, he looks kind of fucked up. But no, like, I'm, as I'm a looking coach. at him in both scenarios. Also, just to go back on this, Jim Rutherford. Uh, was drafted 10th overall by the Wings oh. as a goalie. That's dope. Good for him. He should not come back to the Wings and help us, though. I, I agree. think we're, we're pretty good with Steve Um, Can I ask you about Bo Horvat? Yeah, ask me about Bo Horvat. So, a lot of people have been linking the Wings to Bo Horvat. And I yes. know that a lot of podcasts have been proposing trade offers about Bo Horvat. In fact, mm-hmm. I will read you one from our friends, the Grindline podcast. Shout out to the Grindline. We love you guys. Yeah, we love them. Um, Greg and all of them are good people. He says, who says no to Vancouver, Philip Peronic, Joe Valeno, Philip Zadina, to Detroit, Bo Horvat? What do you think? I voted Detroit says no on that po- um, poll. I'm going to say a hard no as well. One, because I don't really want anything to do with Bo Horvat on this roster right now. Wait, 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 wait. You don't want Bo Horvat? I will explain my reasoning shortly. No, I need it now. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, I he's see. rolling up his sleeves. I he's see. Rolling up his sleeves. <laughs> Go ahead. Tell me why you don't want a good this. hockey player on our team. Go I've, ahead. I've been putting a lot of thought into this. Okay. And I think I would happily take Bo Horvat mm-hmm. on a certain condition. Mm-hmm. That we could sign Dylan Larkin? In July, he's going to be an unrestricted free agent. Mm-hmm. If we sign Dylan Larkin and we grab Horvat, why would we need to trade for him now? Because all that's doing is willingly giving up assets in exchange for a center who we're going to have to re-sign anyway. We're going to have to go through the whole process of like, oh, we're going to have to sign him. We're going to have to give him an offer. Like, what happens if we trade for him and Horvat's like, 
um, I'm kind of good. And yeah. he like goes to, you know, uh, Colorado on an 800K a year deal, which he 800K? He will not. Are do you that. out of your mind? He will not do that. Jake, but, you know, I, be I'm serious. Being, I'm being dramatic. Um, no, but like, I, do, you know, he, I get what you he, mean he could, timing wise. Yeah. Like, I don't think that it's a good idea to trade what we already have for a player that we're only going to have for 20 games if yeah. we can sign him. If if there is a deal in place, maybe I could hear a case for it. But even then, I'm a little bit leery because I don't think that it's worth giving up assets for, you know, this. I don't want it to be like a... Do you remember the Nashville Predators in the mid-2010s? Of course. They were like, we're going to have Matt Duchesne Ryan Johansson and a couple other players. They don't have a bona fide one C. They kind have a boner fide. Yeah, boner. <laughs> they they have a bunch of pretty good centers, but not good, not like elite centers. Right. And whether you believe Dylan Larkin is an elite center or not, are you willing to pay Bo Hor- like that kind of money for Bo Horvat? Bo Horvat, who I will remind you, I. <sighs> I'm, I hear what you say in terms of timing, yeah, but like that's always a risk that's that can happen that you make a trade and then the guy wants to leave. The highest points Bo Horvat has, has ever pulled together in his career is sixty-one points in eighty-two games. Mm-hmm. Is that? I mean, right now he's on a fifty-four points in forty-nine games. That's, that's pretty, pretty dope. Good. Yeah, but we also have to consider that he's in the prime of his career. He's oh my god, he was only born like a almost a week later than i was he's damn it now i'm gonna hit (laughs) Uh, (laughs) i like him i think he's cool i've talked a lot about this i've 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 ran my mouth for a while so i'm I'm curious to hear your thoughts about about the horv well i agree with some of what you said but also it's so hard for me to like speculate or like try to talk about what players i'd like to sign when we have our own ufas and that we need to like take care of but one thing i want to stress and talk about because people on twitter are losing their mind is larkin can go like if if he's not i'm sorry i have to say it i'm not saying i want him to go i would i really would like him to stay but you know he can go for nothing at the end of the season I yeah. don't like that can happen. That's in the realm no, of No, you're not wrong. You're definitely not wrong. I know. And Steven Stamkos did the same thing to Iserman. Iserman let him walk, but then Stamkos ended up coming back. But like mm-hmm. it's Simp not behavior, by the way. It is, it is, for sure. And like I hope that we are able to come to a deal. But in my I said this before, in my mind right now, I am just trying to prepare myself for any of these players. Any single player except for like the really young guys like Mo Cider, Raymond, etc. Yeah. Cider, Raymond, and like fucking, you know, like Soderblom and Edvinson. None of those guys are going Bergren, anywhere. Yeah. Bergren. But besides them, anyone can be dealt, in my opinion. You, the the problem that I think a lot of our fans, especially our younger fans, have with this team is that they're very emotionally attached to players. I know. You remember the meltdown when Nemestikov got traded? Yes. And like, even like people today. Nemestikov was kind of mid. Yeah. He's fine. Thank you. He's, He's fine. fine. Like, it's just so annoying every single time a move needs to get made that people lose their mind. Like, I get mm-hmm. it. Like, we all have our favorite players, you know? Like, and if you like the, and you love. If you like Robert Hag, that's okay. You can like Robert Hag. But like 
the, the I think the hardest thing is like dudes like Bertuzzi, who is really well liked, I think, from Wings fans for the most part. I do not see him staying on this team. I'm I'm sorry. I've said this before. He is not going to be on this team. Ooh. I'm just saying. But for what it's worth, with the closing out the Bo Horvat thing. Yeah. If you're, you know, like, I, I feel like every year we get one of those articles where it's like, oh, the Red Wings are connected to this player. So I'm going to read off a couple names of players that we've been connected to in the past. Famously connected to. Mm-hmm. Jeff Petrie. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Evgeny Dodonov. Yep. Shane Gostas Bear. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep. Travis Dermott. My all-time favorite trade offer I ever heard was the Wings should trade Tyler Bertuzzi for Travis Dermott and a third-round pick. Travis Dermott has been hot dog water for Vancouver since he got signed. And a third-round pick wouldn't mean dick. So, I don't know. I, I think that it's important to acknowledge that, hey, these trades could maybe happen, but also at the same time, they might not. Oh my they god, I, there we go. I'm a podcaster. Things could happen or they couldn't happen. You're right. I've done it. I've ascended. So true, bestie. So true. Speaking of things that are so true, I have one thing I want to talk about before we take off. Yeah, let's talk about it. Can we talk about this Canucks thing you wrote? In the Canadians thing? Yeah. (laughs) I wrote, and I tweeted this too. I am going to say it, and I got a lot of hate for this on my Twitter. I'm just kidding. Go ahead. I like French Canadians and I think that the Coyotes should move to Quebec City. And I know that everyone's mad at me, but I said what I said. I said what I said. Listen, all the Canadians that listen to this and all the Canadians that are friends of you will mm-hmm. love you forever for that. No. They my, don't? They don't my, want Angl- my Anglophone Canadian friends are like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Oh. Oh, you wouldn't guess that. You're being facetious. No, no, that was no, no. I was being genuine. Uh-oh. I didn't expect you that. Anglophone Canadians hate French Canadians. Yeah, okay, I guess that makes sense. I, I meant in the sense of like the QC thing. Oh, so like relocate because I know a lot That'd of Canadians cool. are like relocate Arizona to QC, yeah. relocate them to QC. I disagree. Why? I disagree because Quebec City is small, and they fucked so? up having an NHL team twice. Damn. They've had two chances and they fucked them both up. Is it their fault though? Not really, but I, I think we try a different option. Here's my proposal: we do relocate Arizona. Where? <laughs> I'm scared. What you're gonna say? To Where? Houston, Texas. No, dude, get the fuck out of here, dog. Why not? Why not Houston? Why does Texas need two hockey teams? They don't even need Dallas. Fine, they have can you have ever Dallas. Been to Dallas. Have you ever been to, to Texas? No. It's kind of big. Yeah, I know. It's, it's pretty big. Just let um, them be Stars fans. But, like, think about it this way. You build a second team, and you can make Texans hate each other more. Because they already hate each other for the Cowboys-Texans rivalry. You put in a Houston, not Coyotes, I don't know, Wranglers or some shit. They'll I hate out this. Me. I hate this. I, I love it. Okay, I okay. It. Then Then my other option would be relocate them to Milwaukee. Because okay. I think Milwaukee would be like a legit, That's very cool. cool team to have. I agree. And you could have them either be in the Central or in the Atlantic, and they could compete with the Wings. There's a good Midwest Fine. rivalry right there. Milwaukee. Fine. I like that over fuck it. The thing is, though, if they get a team, all those Milwaukee fans are also probably Packers fans. So I automatically don't like it. Okay, cool. You can hate them. That The whole point is that you can hate them. 
that that was true. the main reason why I want this team to relocate is so that you have a team that you can hate. Interesting. Yeah, I like that. I'm down. Other than that, is there anything that else you want to talk about? Girthy episode. This was this episode. We actually, nasty. I think this is the longest that we have talked about hockey on the podcast. <laughs> I could have sworn we had like an hour and a half long episode, like one of the first ones, but maybe oh. I'm wrong. No, you're you're you might be right. We haven't talked about hockey this much on our hockey podcast in a while. Look at that. Look at us. I know. We're I know. Great. We're we're killing it. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. Yeah. On Monday, we're going to have, we're going to announce the giveaway of the Darren McCarty poster or the photo. Uh, I need to retweet that so that other people can see it. Uh, we love you, Hockey Town. And um, stay tuned. We'll have more stuff to give away soon. Take care. We love you. Bye.